Hello and welcome to Memory Lane. Each episode, I take a trip down Memory Lane with a very special guest as they bring in four photos from their lives to talk about. To check out the photos that we're talking about, they're all on the episode image and you can also see them a bit more clearly on our Instagram page. So have a little look at Memory Lane podcast. Come on, we can all be nosy together. Did you struggle to find these photos or did you know where they all were? I struggled to find the comedy course photo. Where do you keep your photos? Are they like in boxes or albums and stuff or on your phone? One of them was sent from my mum. One of them was deep in the archives of Facebook. Um, the, other, the, the, one, the one that's a poster, the, you know, the one in me and, of me in bed? Yeah. That's a poster. Okay. For an Edinburgh show. I mean, there's loads to talk about with that one, mate. We've got we've got loads to unpick there. <laughs> I love these pictures because they are so they're so you. And no, like <laughs> the only thing is, so this one of you, what is going on in this first one, like this new romanticy one? I reckon I'm I'm eight. Basically, I loved the new romantics. Oh well, obs- obsessively. Are you? How old are you? No, 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 yeah, it was, I, I, I wasn't in sync, I'm, I'm 34. Oh, I was going to say, you, you should be in your sort of late 40s, early 50s to be a new romantic on, on schedule. Yes, so my mum would play, um, like, Culture Club. Okay. And, um, and all of that, and she took me to, my first ever concert was, was an uh, 80s revival show, headlined oh, by yes. Culture Club, and Boy George wore a satellite dish on his head. <laughs> Oh man, I love Boy George. So the thing with the thing with me is, if I like something, I can't just I can't just be passive. I have to I have to be it. You I fully have to commit. jump in. Yeah. I fully commit, and I wanted to be like a new romantic. I can see so... that in this photo. <laughs> You've really committed to it. So how old are you in that picture? I th- I think I must be. 18, 17, 18. So what year are we talking? Oh, God. 2004? Look, that photo, that new romantics photo, I I went out like that. Yeah, because in Brighton you can, but if you walked about like that in Lewisham, you probably would have got your head kicked in. (laughs) Exactly! (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I only went out... This was an experiment, dressing up like... That's not how... To be clear, that's not how I sort of dressed up throughout... Being 18. Yeah. That I went out one night like that. Yeah. And we didn't even go to a new romantics night. We went to an indie night. And I thought, see, I'm so... I've, so, I've, I've just got such a bad sort of perception of what, of what other people think. I thought that was the coolest look <laughs> in the universe. Yeah, but, but that's the thing about not being cool, that there's cool on the other side. That's what Geek Sheet was, wasn't it? When it was like... You, you look like a dick, you look like a dick, you look like a dick, but then you've sort of come out as a sort of a cool dick. <laughs> <laughs> and I think oh, you're, yeah. you're there, Sean, in that picture. You, you look cool. <laughs> you do look like a dick, mate, but you look <laughs> like a cool dick. It's a great picture. But I went out, I went, we went to a club, I think we went to a place called The Zap yeah. on the beach, 
And I literally, I thought, this is it. I'm in my element. I'm finally going to, like, pull girls. <laughs> girls are well, going to find this. Not a lot of that gone on prior to this phase. Absolutely not. Right. That didn't happen for a long time. Right. So that, that I mean, to be honest with you, that only started happening when I started doing TV. <laughs> no, I don't believe that. Growing up in Brighton, I would have thought it was a pretty kind of uh, easygoing liberal like you say liberal upbringing you know it's kind of yeah but i'm i no, yeah but i'm a, i'm we, i was you know people you this is the thing you look at that photo people used to say i was weird you know people, i remember when a, a girl in secondary school said that i was eccentric and i didn't know what that meant i was like oh what's eccentric and I she mean, said you know weird and well gone. i mean to be in brighton and be accused of eccentricity really is quite an achievement <laughs> <Sean>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That is such, um, a, that is such yeah. a thing. I, I, I was just obs I was obsessed with making people laugh. I would just do whatever it took to make people laugh. And did you do that from when you was a kid, or you sort of discovered it in your teens? When, no, no, no. When I was nine, ten, I used to perform what what were I didn't realise it. What were essentially stand up shows at lunchtime. So what at school? Yeah, so, so, and it was, I, I, this is, I mean, this is a dream come true. It was um, exclusively a female audience. Oh, wow. And yeah. what, and they just sit there and laugh at your routines? Right, li li well, I'm not making this up. I, I, this sounds totally insane, right? That, so how lunchtime worked is the bell, the bell would go, yeah. right? And obviously, you, would, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd have to sort of finish what you were doing. And then you were allowed to go to, you know, to lunchtime to go to the playground. I, this is a real memory of mine right. that has stayed with me since it happened to now. Yeah. I, we were in the class, the bell goes, you have to finish what you're doing, right? So whatever I'm working on, yeah. finishing it. I look up out of the window and I see girls running to get front row seats. <laughs> oh, Sean! Oh my god, this it is was, this says it, everything honestly, about who you are it, and what you're gonna do with your life. It's it's, it's all been downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. And so and, the only, and you felt on. like you were performing, so you knew what you were gonna do and say to perform for them. I would come up with the sketches. Yeah, How? I would come up with, with what I was going to do. And did you do. know would... what stand-up was? Had you seen stand-up? So you were kind of aping no. stand-up? Or you just no. did it naturally? I, I just did it naturally. I, 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 watched, I, I watched Jim Carrey. Yeah. I watched Ace Ventura. And I, that's what I wanted to do. I would, I, would, I would think, how do I do that? And you pull funny faces. And the only... Right, I can't remember what this sketch entailed. Yeah. I can't, I, so, so don't ask. But there was a, a reoccurring sketch that would come back every lunchtime. They would look forward to this sketch. Oh, and it, wow. do, you, do you remember? Do you remember the Animaniacs, um, the cartoon um, Pinky and the Brain? No, I don't know. Okay, it. yeah, no, it's sort of yeah. It, you you would have been told for it by that point, but um, and it's American it, it or an, British? It's an American cartoon, right? I think Spielberg was the executive producer. Okay. It was called The Animaniacs. And one okay. of the sketches in The Animaniacs was Pinky and the Brain. And Brain was the clever one that wanted to take over the world. 
and Pinky was the stupid one. Right. And I came up with a sketch, don't know what it entailed, Pinky and the Brain Dead, where Brain Dead was even stupider than Pinky. <laughs> that, and that, that's all I really remember from it. And they loved it. They, they loved it. When, when um, at the, oh, this is totally insane. I love re, 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 reliving this. Is, yeah. It was, it, was, it was a Catholic primary school. What happened at the end of lunchtime, you got, there were two bells. Yeah. There was the first bell. When they rang the first bell, you had to freeze where you were. So the whole playground would freeze, right? Then the second bell would go and all of the classes would line up in their class. Okay? Yeah. And when it was found out that it was my last day at, at school because I was leaving to go to Brighton, um, they rang the first bell and everyone froze. Uh, and then they rang the second bell for everyone to orderly queue up for their class. Yeah. And when they rang the second bell, instead of doing that, all of the girl, all of the girls chased me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was. And that yeah, was, pre- was just... and that was pre-planned. They knew they were going to do that, or that was a spontaneous. Like... I, 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 I don't know if they oh, knew though. Wow. I mean, you'd hope that it would be sort of pre-planned and what it wasn't this spontaneous spontaneous they couldn't control themselves we've got to chase him <laughs> and what did they catch you oh i can't remember I, I, you I just remember, remember the chase like a lot of long benny hill rerun of being yeah, chased exactly, by women yeah. <laughs> yeah god that's a pretty that. amazing memory and that's it you just dropped the mic and moved to brighton yeah exactly <laughs> and and i tried to I tried to, um, I, I, I spent a very short time in primary school in, in Brighton, just the last couple of months or something. Okay. And I, I tried to carry on. Right. I tried to, to, keep, keep to the start actor. the show. Yeah, and um, the, the memory I have of this was me trying to start the show again. Uh-huh. And there were just two girls and they... <laughs> All I remember, all, one, one was a black girl and one was a ginger girl. That's all I remember. Yeah. And I don't know what I was doing, but they just stared at me. <laughs> the, Sean, you, the, could, the, you couldn't get the magic back. The, the, the act didn't travel to Brighton. <laughs> it didn't travel. It was hacking Brighton. It, <laughs> <laughs> next picture this is the course that you did stand up this is everyone from the course right so basically i wanted to be a, a comedic actor uh-huh. that was something that i sort of thought i could do yeah stand up i didn't understand that there were these places these comedy clubs where you could you could do it without being famous right there's a strange logic i didn't figure that Lee Evans was once not famous. I thought there was no Lee Evans, and then there was Lee Evans, the ultimate experience, yes. the video. Yeah. And I didn't realise that was a process, and that was a journey. And then when I was 17, my mum took me to Comedia, mm-hmm. she took me and the, the family, and, uh, family friends to the Comedia, and Stephen Grant, the host, who I'm now friends with, mm. came out. I remember what Stephen was wearing. I mean, it will be nice. We always remember to... what Stephen's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. 
And you've got to understand, we take this for granted with what we do, right? Yeah. It's just, it's second nature to us now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know about the comedy club. He came out, he asks the front row what they do for a living. <laughs> yeah. And then says off the top of his head, one of the funniest things you've ever heard. It's magic. Like, it, you, I, I, I could not believe wow. what I was... People were <laughs> laughing. I was laughing. But it was in that moment when I saw Stephen... And he was, and the, I don't know what he said, what yeah, the first yeah. thing he said was, but it was then I realised, oh my God, I can do this. And did was there I any just... part of you that had a sort of muscle memory with that kid in that playground doing exactly that to those girls? No, that came back later. I felt so, I felt quite... Rem Obviously, when you look back, it all makes sense. Yeah, it joins up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all joins up, of course it does. But, you know, I feel like, to be honest with you, I, I, felt, like my I felt like my teenage years at secondary school, I think it was probably to do with the move from Brighton to London. It was probably a lot to do with puberty. Yeah, but yeah. It, was, it, it, was a, it felt like, even now when I look back, secondary school was a detour from who I was. I rebelled. I was a very naughty kid. I was all. I was suspended, detentions, talk of you know, thought being completely expelled. And what were what were these? What for? What were you doing? Like I just I hated school. I and you hated just didn't secondary follow school. rules, and you just wouldn't. I did look. I mean, you look at it. Just all make. It, I didn't follow rules. I didn't fit in. You look. I mean, the new romantics photo. The reason I chose it is because I look at it. It's on. It's on my mum's fridge at home when I go oh, yeah. back to Brighton. Yeah. And I see it, and you just go. There's someone that didn't fit in. I just didn't fit in. Yeah. It was, yeah. Although it was Brighton, it, you, no one was dressing up as a new romantic <laughs> in 2004 or five or whatever. But it what's was. interesting when you do a course on stand up, the thing about like comedy and and musicians, I always think this when young people discover music and then they become sort of pedantic about learning chords and stuff like that that when a lot of people that like yourself are a, a bit you know a bit outsidery and then they discover comedy and comedy does have its own rules and it does have structure and it does have a sort of it does have a kind of linear you do have to commit and you start gigging and you have to get to the gigs and you have to put trousers on and turn up and face the right way and and everybody kind of wants it they grab it the comedians I talk to about it they're like oh, at last some rules I can get behind that's very do you know what I've never actually I looked at it like that but you're absolutely yeah you're absolutely right it it, it certainly get well I mean it did many things it gave me purpose yes it, it suddenly and and you know that photo with all of those people I, I that photo for me, um, it it represents without a doubt the happiest period of my life. Really? That, that is. Uh, I told. I texted you saying I was going to cry, and my eyes are watering. Oh, but I'm that's gone. brilliant. I because you just felt like you'd found yourself. You'd come home. I found myself, and I was, I'm fucking. I've gone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love I that. I knew this was going to happen. I love I knew that. It was
your next picture, is that family in, with you all on the sofa? It's mainly family, yeah. So were your family, I take it, fully supportive once you'd got on this road to comedy? They were behind you? My mum was very supportive. My mum is the is the person that gave me the... She scrabbled together. I think I even might have gone to the cash point with her. We didn't have much money. Yeah. And she managed to give me the 120 quid or whatever it was for the course. And is your mum in this picture? Is that her next to you or...? No, my mum's not in the picture. This, right. This photo, this is my, um, oh, what do you call it? Extended family. Right. So who, who is in this, this picture? This is, this is Ireland. So um, on, the, on the left is my auntie Yvonne. Mm-hmm. Evie. And she, I mean, she's as mad as a chair. Are, are all your family so, Irish? Your mum and dad both Irish? My mum doesn't have any... No, my mum's English and doesn't have any siblings. Right. My... Um, and my dad is Irish and has a lot of siblings. Right. Okay. But but only only my two aunties are there. Right. On the left is, is Auntie Yvonne, who's... Yeah. Just one, one of the... One of the most naturally funny people I've ever met. Okay. I can't... I, I, unfortunately, anything she's... What? I can't, um, excuse the accent. I can only do the accent really if I've been hanging around with them for a while. Yeah. But, um, but then, so shall, so shall, I'll just do a side, a side of generic <laughs> on it. I, I can't really do it. Oh, it's the West. I, I, I hear like, Sean, like, I shall, she's putting moisturiser on her face, right? She's putting moisturiser on her face. She goes, Sean, why do we look in the mirror when we put the moisturiser on? Moisturiser, why do we look in the mirror when we, when, when we put the moisturiser on? Sean, I, I know what my fucking face is. <laughs> This uh, this sounds like she could be a stand-up as well. She could, she could, she she could have been. She's so funny. On the right is my auntie Paula, and she's more like my nan, who's who's ninety-three. My nan and still smokes. Right. Big up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, she, but she's more of the, the sort of the responsible one, the motherly one. Right. And um, there's and a who's have... got the obligatory pint of Guinness in his hand there. So there's two mates. Right. There's Robin there with yeah. the Guinness. Yeah. And in the white T-shirt next to me is is Barbecue Pete. Barbecue? Why Barbecue Pete? I, I love telling people this. <laughs> Many years ago, yeah. me and Robin were hungover somewhere in Brighton. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and we're like, right, pub. Right, pub. Come on, let's pub. Let's pub. Ring Pete. Let's get to the pub. We, we ring up Pete. We're like, Pete, pub, come on. He goes, actually, guys, um, I was thinking of having a barbecue. We went, all right, cool. Uh, we'll see you at the pub. And then he <laughs> turns up to the pub and we go, oh, look, ooh, it's barbecue Pete. That was it. It's That's it forevermore. Barbecue Pete. Forevermore because he suggested a barbecue instead of going to the pub. Bloody hell, man. Blokes and their nicknames. Fucking I know. <laughs> Do you go to Ireland a I, lot? I don't go enough. Right. I don't go enough. We, we're going to plan another trip after the lockdown and yeah. we'll go. Because you, I didn't grow up spending much time with with family. I did as a child, but more in the, you know, the sort of the, the teenage years growing up. Yeah. You don't... You don't... You, uh, it's all about this sort of identity and sort of knowing yourself, but... 
that 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 feeling, which I'm sure you know we all have, of feeling not you know, again not quite fitting in. Mm-hmm. Who who am I? And and when I spend time with Evie and Paula and see the rest of the family. And by the way, I should say, a lot of my time, not just with my family, but in Ireland in general, I suddenly feel like I make a lot more sense. Oh, that's interesting. Being in Ireland and being with my family, yeah. I get that... You feel that Irish. You're I do feel very I do feel very Irish. I'm, I'm good friends with Joanne, um, Joanne McNally, the comedian. Yeah, yeah. And we get on like you a house click. on fire and it's... It's just, I've got a lot of close friends that are Irish, from the, the comics from the Irish scene. Yeah. My favourite comic, Dylan Moran, my favourite comic, is Irish. Like, it, that, I just, there's, there's a way of looking at the world. Do you think your comedy would make, more, like, do you feel like in your head it's got an Irish accent or Irish rhythms? Because there's something... I do. There's a different vibe to I, Irish comedy, isn't there, almost? I do think that, I do. when I go to Ireland, I don't think it's a coincidence that I have... I've seen, I'm, you know, I won't name names. Mm. I've seen English acts, acts that are, I can say very English. Yeah. Go and, and and by the way, very good, very good, you know, very strong acts. Mm. Go over to Ireland and it not work. Right. And I, I just, I don't have that at all. I go over and I feel at home, and suddenly I feel like I'm talking to people on on on. I mean, you know, I'm going to say more of a wavelength because I, you know, I don't. Well, no, but I there is a, there's a well, strong, but... there is a strong tradition of Irish sort of comedy and culture and poetry and language and music and it all feeds into the to the stand up voice, doesn't it? Yes, and also, you know, I, I, my, my, if you're going to analyse my act, it comes, it it it, it starts at a, at a place of I can't handle this. Uh huh. You know, whatever's going on. It's I incredulous can't. bewilderment. That's how I describe your act. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this next picture's going on. This picture, are you in America in this next photo? Yes. So, Do you I mean, know what that building is? Is it Ghostbusters? Is it the. Yes. I recognised it immediately. And it was so funny because I I haven't no I have been to New York because it's it I wanted to talk about America because I think some of what you talk about and Ireland and how you saw yourself growing up and your comedy heroes and all the rest of it the next natural place for you to try and work is America it it makes total sense have you gigged there I've gigged there I've gigged there a lot now well a lot I've gigged there enough now and I've gigged you... I've gigged in New I've gigged in New York enough that I'm comfortable really? there's no there's no difference for me to Really? To well, you can just feel like it's just a room and you don't have to kind of worry about it. Yeah. I I try to adapt quickly and the covered effect, shall we call it, is yeah. in full flow. Well, that's amazing because I... I've gigged twice in New York and a few times in LA and I never got the magic. I couldn't make it feel uh natural to me there. Not LA. Not no, this is not America. This is this is not a photo of America. This is a photo of New York. Right. And you separate the two in your head. I absolutely separate the two in my oh, head. Okay, okay. So you're not yeah. out there to break America. You just want to be a New York comic. I would is to be honest, well, I don't know. Yes, I would that would I would I would I would sign on the dotted line for that. Right. I I I, I it's it's more about the city New York. Yeah. I get it. I mean, it's like a pilgrimage for stand-ups, isn't it? It's like if you play jazz, you want to go to New York. If you do stand-up, you want to go to New York. Yeah, I would go and I would go to the Comedy Cellar. Yeah. I would, and I would go on my own. I'd sit again. I was the kid that would go to Crater on the 17-year-old, the 18-year-old, the 19-year-old yeah. that would go to Crater on his own. 
I was now in my 30s and I was sat at the back of the comedy cellar. Again, I was sat with a table. <laughs> I was the bloke. Sorry, do you mind if I sit here? <laughs> I was that bloke. <laughs> and sat, do you mind if I sat join on my you? Own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it felt good. It felt right. It felt... I feel so right really? when I'm in New York. The last time I was in New York, I just felt so content I didn't I didn't oh, you know I've got a lot of issues that have come off the the, the strictly thing yeah you know that I can't I want to avoid talking about them no me I too that's fine to... but you can reinvent yeah. yourself in America can't you you can start again but it's not yeah but it's not just about reinventing it's not about, I don't look at it about I suppose it's about reinventing your career yeah but it's not about reinventing yourself as a person I just get to go and and be me yeah and, and be, don't not take and that people, with you that I don't, I, and I don't, and it, it, I felt human again. I felt unjudged, and I felt, you know, all the things that exactly. have been written about me. Well, it, you can it, scratch it that me. out. You can just say, "I'm rubbing it out." I can, I can be me here. Yes, and it's, it. I just, I can't. I just not felt when I'm in New York. I feel like I've not felt like this in a long, long, long time. I feel. And I've only been there for short stints. There's a real romance to America. I love talking about uh, why we love it, you know, like Brits, especially if you work in comedy or music or whatever. You just, there's just a romance to America and especially New York. Well, especially New York, Ghostbusters. The reason I ch chose that photo, me stood outside, outside the Ghostbusters headquarters, yeah. is when I was a kid, the, what I would do, my mum tells me when I was a very young boy, yeah. she got me the the double cassette, the double VHS of Ghostbusters 1 and 2. <laughs> and again, going back to my obsessive, compulsive sort of um, behaviour, yeah. um, I I, I, I'm, by the way, I'm not, I don't think I'm OCD. I don't think I am. I'm just, it's just when I like something, that's... You immerse yourself as, as in I it. Say, yeah, I would put on Ghostbusters 1, I'd put on Ghostbusters 2... I'd put on Ghostbusters 1 again, I'd put on Ghostbusters 2 again, <laughs> I'd put on Ghostbusters 1, and I'd go to bed. I'd spend, but I, I do I'd get that. I do think that is the equivalent of a teenage boy learning guitar. That is like playing the same three chords over and over and over till you've got it. And that's, I wish I'd done that. Well, I yeah, but you're that. learning comedy. You're just learning. You're yes. getting it in your bones, aren't you? Yes. Um, and I, I, and I, I just... Every time I've been to New York, I've lost count of how many times I've been to New York. But every time I go, I make sure I pick a day and I go, today's the day. And wherever I am, I walk. I walk to the headquarters and I get a photo. Every time I get the photo, I get the same photo. It's just yeah. me outside going past the headquarters. <laughs> it makes me... It makes me so happy. Oh, I love it's it. My, it's my safe space. It's, my, your, pil it's your pilgrimage, Sean. That is your cathedral. Yeah. You're going to church. That's where you're going. You know, but it is, you know how like people put on, you know, like people will put on music for comfort. Yeah. I will, if I'm having a bit of a down day, I'll slap on Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'll clean the flat. Right. I'll do whatever I'm doing around the flat, but Ghostbusters is on. <laughs> That's brilliant. Listen, Sean, you have been brilliant. I'm so flattered that you did, you you know, you opened up and were so honest with your stories because you have had an extraordinary life. <laughs> you really I've have. I've really enjoyed it. I've really, really enjoyed it. It was, it was quite emotional 
looking I, back at them, look at we're having to talk about them is quite emotional. And, yeah. Um, but but also, you know, I went through other photos when I was finding this. It brought me back in contact with Jim, who was in the top right that comedy course. Oh, really? and we, we Yeah, we because well, well, we we talk very occasionally. But yesterday we chatted for a long while. We reminisced, oh, and um, it's been lovely. I, my favourite, oh, it's been a joy. I mean, my favourite story is you doing those gigs to those girls in that playground. Oh, that will stay with me. I just think that's such a lovely story. If anyone ever asks you again, can you remember your early gigs? You've got to say it's those playground gigs. I just love that. Okay, so, yeah, St. Winifred School, Hibber Green, absolutely smashed it. Yeah. That's it for this week. The rest of Series 1 is available with all the photos on our Instagram page. And Jen and I will be doing new episodes every week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.